Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I'm here today with our nursing director, Carolyn Rose, and we're going to be talking a little bit about a subject that's been in the news recently and has some people concerned, and that's the measles and mumps situation here in Utah. How are you today, Carolyn? I'm good, Derek. Thanks. Off the bat, I think people hear measles and mumps, maybe a lot of them don't even know what it is or... They have a lot of questions around it. So why don't you just give us a quick breakdown on what both of these are and some of the differences between the two. Okay, great. So measles um, is another word for rubiola. And the first thing is probably that people get confused between rubiola and rubella. So rubella is, is a different type of measles and and it is bad. Um, it's actually a little bit worse than the rubiola, but both have similar side effects and can cause serious illness. And the reason why they can cause such serious illness is because it spreads so quickly. And the spread of of measles, mumps, and rubella is through air. And it's through particles from, from breathing and from your lungs when you cough out. And it's just that measles is more highly contagious than the mumps. So that's the basic differences other than with measles, you get a rash and a fever, and with mumps, you get very swollen glands. It's called peritidis, sometimes a sore throat uh, along with that. Um, it can cause deafness. It can cause encephalitis, which is swelling of the brain. Measles is, as I have said, it's worse. Um, you can get diarrhea, ear infections, pneumonia, and encephalitis, which may cause seizures or death. So kind of a couple potentially nasty diseases. What the ones that have been going around the country right now, how serious are the strains that we're seeing around the country and here in Utah? Well, I'll start with mumps because that's the easiest one first. There haven't been as many mumps outbreaks. We do have some cases in Utah, and it is serious in in the fact that people who are getting the mumps are unvaccinated, which most likely means they're unvaccinated against the measles because it's a combination vaccine. That is my cue as to, okay, we have mumps. That means these people aren't protected against measles. And measles has been surrounding us in in three states. And eventually, I would think we might get it because we do have an unvaccinated population. And the measles is the highest that it's been. Um, the number of outbreaks since the year 2000 when in the United States, we considered it extinct or eradicated, for a better word basically been brought in from outside the United States and then it's kind of hopped around through different uh, unvaccinated populations, basically. Exactly. We have had no cases that have obtained measles from a me- from measles that originated in the United States. They've all been imported from, most likely from people in the United States who have traveled to foreign countries where there's worse of a problem and brought it back to unvaccinated people here in the United States. And there's there's certain groups of 
people we call anti-vaxxers who are not vaccinated and, and those groups spreads more quickly than in other groups. If you get one and not the other and you haven't been vaccinated, you can still get the other, right? Correct. But if you've had one, you weren't vaccinated or this, you got it before they started doing the vaccine, your chance of getting it again is pretty slim, right? Yes, you should have some natural immunity to it, but as we all get older, that immunity can wane. Typically, how, how we go here at the health department is following CDC recommendations, and that is if you were born before 1957, you're considered to have natural immunity. So I was born before 57. I had both kinds of measles. I did not have mumps, but my sister had mumps. That means that I probably was exposed and built up immunity and just didn't get as ill as she did. So those people were born 1957 and later, they need to have two documented doses of MMR vaccine or documentation of the disease. And by documentation of the disease, it means it has to have been seen and diagnosed by a physician. The other way that you can know if you've had the disease and you're, you have some immunity to it is to go to your doctor and get a blood test that shows antibodies or protection against these diseases. And I know another question that's been coming up is for people who had one of the vaccines, but they didn't have the second dose. So why is it important they get the second dose? The second dose kind of pushes your, your body to build up a little bit extra immunity. In a measles outbreak, we would not consider somebody with one dose as being protected. You really do need the two doses. And just a, a little side note here, back in the early to mid 60s, there was a vaccine for MMR and it, it was a dead virus, whereas now it's a live virus and it didn't work very well. So people born or, or having had the, the vaccine back then are recommended to, to have one of these blood tests drawn to see if they really do have immunity or if they need to be revaccinated. And that's something they can do with their doctor's office. That's not something we do here at the health department, correct? Correct. We don't do any of the blood tests here. We can give you the vaccines. We have, we bill insurances. We have the vaccines for children program, those children who are not insured. What I'm hearing is for the people out there, uh, maybe in Utah, who have been exposed to the mumps or had a case of the mumps, is that this should probably be a wake-up call to go get your vaccination because there's a possibility you could still get the measles. And as you mentioned, it's all around us right now as of May 2019. Correct. That's absolutely right. Okay. And if you do get the two shots, I was looking a little bit through some of the materials we have here. It's like a 99% chance that you won't get the measles. Correct. And if you do, basically it's a lot milder case. Yes, that is absolutely correct. Measles, the measles vaccine is one of the most effective of all the vaccines we have against preventing you from getting the disease. So let's talk a little bit about Summit County specifically. I know there's been some concerns with parents and different groups in Summit County with this being around us in other parts of the state and also in other states. So what are we seeing here in Summit County so far? Again, as of May 2019, knock on wood. We've had no cases of measles, no cases of mumps. There's been mumps in central Utah, in Salt Lake County that have been confirmed. And we always go by confirmed, not probable or scare tactics. So we have been very lucky that we've had none. However, we do have hovering around 90% of the, the kids are immunized. 
that's what our cutoff is as far as herd immunity goes. So where mm -hmm. there's enough people vaccinated to help protect those who are either not vaccinated or they can't get vaccinated or they're immunocompromised and their bodies may not have reacted appropriately to the vaccine. So we're right about 90 percent. And that's not really where we'd like to be. Where where would we like to be? Oh, 100 percent. OK, so for those 10 percent of people, I know. Since this has started a little bit a couple months ago, we've had people coming in to get vaccines, which is super, and we love that. For people who are considering it, are there any age limits or anything like that that people need to take into account, or can they come in and as long as they, again, the allergies and things like that, are they okay to get the shot regardless of age or other factors? Actually, um, unless someone's traveling internationally, children should not get it until they're one. Um, between 12 and 15 months is their first dose. Somebody who is immunocompromised also should not get it unless it's given by their physician that they're under care for, just because it is a live vaccine. And same with pregnant women. So pregnant women cannot get the vaccine because it is a live vaccine. Okay. Other than that, everyone can come in and get it, whether they're 15 or 50? Yes. And that's we'd love to have you come yes, and visit us and get you vaccinated. That being said, where we're kind of in a situation here at Summit County where we're not at 100%, we haven't had cases yet, what are things that people can be on the lookout for to know if they have a sore throat compared to they might be showing some of the symptoms or just some other general health tips that they can do aside from vaccinating to watch vaccinating out. is the biggest thing but if you're traveling like if you're traveling to california take a look on the cdc website and see where there are outbreaks and if you're not immunized change your plans if you're traveling to a foreign country again you can go to the cdc website and you can find out if they're having outbreaks of measles there if they are and you're not vaccinated don't go if you're going to go, make sure you get in and get at least one vaccine before you leave. It takes seven to 10 days for your body to build up some immunity, but make sure then when you get back, you follow that up with the second vaccine. So those are the, the biggest things. Um, if you've been somewhere where there is an outbreak, and I said, go to CDC and they'll tell you where they all are, um, and you come back and you're feeling sick or, you know, you have a sore throat or you start with a rash or you start, you know, swelling in your throat, call your doctor, tell them what you're, you're feeling, and then chances are what they will do is come out to your car to see you. We do not want people taking sick kids or sick adults into a healthcare facility if they've been exposed to measles or mumps and they think they might have it, call ahead of time. And most of the facilities are either going to check you out in your car or bring you straight into um, what they call an isolation room so that you're not, if you do have one of the diseases, you're not spreading it to the entire waiting room. Right. And that goes for here as well. We don't have an isolation room. Correct. so We don't see sick kids. If or you adults. Have, think that you may have or your children may have mumps or measles, please don't bring them to the health department because it's probably too late to get a vaccine at that point. And we'd love to see you when you're better, but please don't come in while, if you think you may be sick, go to your primary care physician. Yeah. So the other part of that question is, if people are thinking of being vaccinated or maybe they don't know, how can they find out if they've been immunized or not? So there's a couple of different ways. Um, if you don't have any written records of having the vaccine, a blood test to see if you have antibodies against the diseases is, is the best way. Sometimes those 
tests can be expensive. You can just go in and get revaccinated. It's not going to hurt you. It might help you. Healthcare workers are recommended, no matter what age they are, to have two documented doses of the MMR vaccine. Um, so those are the best ways. And is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to mention or let people know? Just be aware of where you're going and what your vaccines are. Now is a good time as any to pull up your vaccine records and make sure that you have something. And then notify your doctor if you need your history of your vaccines. And if you need more information, the Utah Department of Health has got some great resources. As you mentioned before, CDC has some great resources as well. And people are always welcome to give us a call. Again, if you have any suspicions that you may be coming down with either mumps or measles, please don't come in, but you can feel free to call us and talk to our nursing staff at any time, right? That's correct. We're always willing to talk with people. All right. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you, Derek. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.